talking, you know, to the Lord and listening, letting him talk to me and just hearing what he has to say, hearing what the Spirit wants to say into the church. And, you know, what he said, he says, my people aren't believing. I said, excuse me? It's an indictment, Lord. It's not that you're not believing the word. You're not believing what he said in his about his word, about us. And I said, well, Lord, I, I need you to, to help me with that because I, I'm sure I'm trying my best to believe your word, to stand in your word. And what he was saying was for us to get a revelation knowledge of his word, we have to let it soak in. You know, like if you take a sponge and you sit it, on, in a bucket of water, just on top and snatch it right out. That's, that's not getting soaked. It's not getting submerged. You have to put that sponge deep in the bucket and let the water soak into it until it soaks in. He said, that's where I want my people to get to the place where they are soaked, soaked in my word, baptized in my word until we're totally covered and believe Believe beyond a shadow of a, dirt, a doubt what the word says about us, what God says about us. And we've been t- talking about healing as the children's bread. And um, I- I've told you we'd be going over some scriptures and uh, I- for two-, two weeks I've been trying to get there. So hopefully today <clears throat> we'll get there. But the first, um, well, let me be, when you go to the website and download the, the, um, the scriptures and the prayers, they're all in there for you. So you can have them download and print them out for yourself. So you'll have them to read as I'm going through them yourself. And you can make notations on the scriptures as I'm going through them. Because the Lord, some of the, most of the scriptures, he's given me a little extra to add to that, to, to like amplify it and bring it out. But um, so these healing scriptures are p- compiled to help you on your healing journey. Store the word of God in your heart for use when needed. Because right now, every, everybody may not have uh, issue with dealing with their health, trying to stay healthy, whatever. I mean, it might not be in that situation, but store the word of God in your heart for use when it's needed or for use when it's needed for someone in your family or, or someone on your job where you need to give them a word of God. Daily confessions of the word of God will cause your faith to grow. As you do your daily confessions, thank God, and I say this all the time, for 30 more years of living long and living strong and living prosperous. My morning uh, regimen, my morning uh, time with the Lord, as I read all of these scriptures and I'm praying and meditating and confessing the word of God. Time permitting, I think it's almost 100 scriptures in here, so I'm not asking you to do that every morning. I don't know what, like I said, time permitting. Choose the scriptures that speak to your heart. Meditate on them daily until you see yourself healed and healing is revealed that it's manifest in your life. You know, I, I, like I said, I don't expect you to do all these scriptures, but when you get a scripture, as you're reading through these the scriptures, and one jump out at two, one or two will jump out, stay with those scriptures, because that's what the Lord is, is leading you to, to get you to a place of revelation knowledge where you can con- completely be, fit, be, be, be seen the full manifestation of what the Lord has for you. These aren't the only scriptures on healing, and a lot of them are not in dealing with healing, but it's getting you into position to receive what God has for you. You may have situations, financial situations going on in your life. You may have 
relationships uh, with your family members that's not where it should be. You may have problems on your job. Find the scriptures that pertain to what is in your life at the time. It says, store the word of God in your heart for use when you need it. When you need it, if it's stored in there, it'll come up out of your mouth when you need it. And the first um, scripture I will be dealing with is Ephesians 1, 17 through 19. I'll do it in the King James and in the Passion trans, uh, Translation. And in this scripture, Paul is praying for the saints of God that they would get revelation of what they already have in the Lord. The revelation knowledge of what God has already placed inside of us, what belongs to us. You know, and, and we've said it for years, you know, it's already done, which it already is. Jesus, he is quiet as his cap. He's not healing anymore. He's already done it. Scripture said he is now seated with his father in heaven and he gave us the word. He told us to speak to the mountain. He told us to deal with the situations and then it will come forth. But if we don't know the word, if we don't confess the word, if we don't believe the word, if it's not soaked in there, it won't come up when you really need it. So we have to get to the place where we know, as I it's in my notes somewhere, deep down in your door, you know, no matter what you're facing, no matter what's coming against you, no matter what the devil is lying, using those lying vanities against you, that you know what God says. He says, we are already by the stripes that Jesus wore. We were, we were healed. So in the spirit realm, God sees us all as being healed. He wants us to get to the place where we believe what the word says about us and that we receive our healing. And I said, Lord, I, you know, I'm standing on your word. I'm believing your word and I know what your word says. And then he said, I need you to soak it. I said, huh? I need you to soak it. It means I need you to get more and more and more involved in my word, confessing my word, spending time, spending time with me until you get to the place where, I, and I know it was a time in my life when I, it was just, it was just me and the Lord. That's it. I, that's all it was. And then life happened and, and everything else started coming. And he, he, the Lord spoke something to me, and I didn't, I didn't quite know how to take it when he said it to me because um, I recently retired, so I now don't, don't have the children to, to um, take up all of my time. And I was just sitting quietly and just praying. And he said, I finally got you back. I said, huh? <laughs> I said, Lord, say, say that again. He said, I finally got you back. I said, I don't, I, I, I don't know how to, I didn't know how to take that because I mean, I know I've been serving the Lord. I know I've been doing, you know, all, all the churchy stuff that I'm supposed to be doing. But he said, I finally got you back. So I got you back to the place where it's me and you, where you have, you have time. You don't have all the distractions. You don't have to change 50 diapers. You don't have screaming babies. He said, I finally got you back. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I, then I started, I started crying and I started asking the Lord to forgive me. I said, I didn't know I had, I had strayed. I, I wasn't where he wanted me to be. And he said, well, I never told you to go to work. I said, I know. I said, Lord, and I thank you that you allowed me to do that. You know, but he said, now, nah. finally got you back. I said, all right, God, I heard you. I got you. We are right now. We, I, got, I, know what you, I know what you're saying to me. I know what you want me to do. He said, yes, soak it in. Soak it in. So I am now in the process of soaking. So, and um, I said, okay, no, whatever you want me to do, because I want to be in his perfect will. I don't want to be in his permissive will. And I, we all want to be in his perfect will. 
And I'm not saying I want you to stop and pick your job tomorrow so you can spend time with the Lord. That's not what he said to me, and that's not what he's saying to you. But he said, now I got your attention where you can spend that time with me any time of the day that you want. We can have that time together. You don't have the distractions. He said, we can have this time together. I said, I got you, Lord. I know what you're saying. So he's saying, I want you to start, just soak it. Just soaking in the word, basking in my presence. Just whenever, whenever you want to, just do some soaking with me. That all right, God, I got you. I know what you want me to do. So if Paul was praying to the Lord for him to open up our eyes, open up our understanding. And, you know, the word understanding means deep thought. He said, I, I want you to have deep thought about my word. Take your time in my word. And he says, Soak it in. Understanding is soaking. Understanding is deep thought. Spending that time being baptized in the word of God. Soak it in until it's past just reciting the scriptures until the scriptures come alive in you. See, that takes time. That, you know, it, and it's time and it's on purpose because our lives are busy. We, we, you know, you have to work. You have to do all these things that you're doing. But he says, set a time, set aside some time so that you get past just reciting the scriptures and begin to know them deep down inside. If you need to just get one scripture, meditate on that scripture. Lord, I need, I need to know exactly what you're saying to me in this scripture. What do you want me to get out of this scripture? He said, soak it in. So get and get past information, get past just being informed about the scripture, scripture to get to revelation knowledge. You know, he says he wants us to meditate on his word until we set aside the physical. Set aside the physical and get to the spiritual, meaning don't be moved by your five senses. He said, but when you have your five senses, when you're moved by your five senses, Everything you see, you hear, you touch, you smell, you taste, all that is moving you, just going from thing to thing to thing. He said, I want you to get past your five physical senses, and I want you to get into the spirit. See where you are in the spirit. See what I've done for you, what I've given you, what I've placed inside of you, but you have to get past the five senses. And he's, he was saying when you... When you are moved by your senses, you're being carnal. And that's what he calls a carnal Christian. I used to think a carnal Christian was a sinner. I mean, a bad Christian. I mean, all these. No, it's just that we are moved by our physical senses. Whatever our physical senses say, that's where we go. We need to move by them. He said, I want us to get past the carnal and see everything that God has for us through the spiritual. Because in the spirit, it's already done. God sees it as already being done. It's already ours. He said, he said I, I'm, I'm sitting, waiting, sitting. You know, he said, my feet on the footstool, waiting until you, we, as saints of God, come and do what the Lord says, that, he, that Jesus has already given us for us to manifest that in the earth. Because when Jesus comes back, he's not coming back to heal. It's rapture time when he comes back again. So the healing has been placed in the earth. He said, it's a done. Our job is to get it to manifest into our, into our bodies when we take the time and let it soak. We got to get it in our knower to the point that you know 
that, you know, I don't matter. I know, it's, I, I know what I'm feeling. I know what the doctor said. I see, I can see all the, 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 um, the x-rays and everything that they think they say. I'm not moved by that. I know what God said. And according to his word, I'm already healed. You're already healed. Your physical body may be maybe doing some, some, some strange stuff. But the, if the Lord said we're healed, that means we are healed. And I, like I told my body, I said, you better line up or you're going in the face again, buddy. I, I don't care. You're going to listen to the word of God. And the Lord said, yeah, you keep soaking. You keep soaking. You keep soaking. That body will line up. I said, oh, I got to know what I'm going to do what you said you want me to do. So in the, the first, this first scripture, Ephesians 1, 17 and 19 says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. This is what Paul is praying for us. In this scripture, I want you to say, Lord, that you would give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you or in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Lord, let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. At this hope of his calling, I want you to, that, that one part right there, the hope of his calling. He said, I want you to know the hope of his calling. I want you to know what God put inside you. He said, if you realize that we get to the point where we realize that we have the same spirit in us, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, that spirit, he said, I want you to know the hope of that calling that's in you because I place it in you, that same spirit that brought Jesus out of hell. You know, when, when in the beginning, when the Lord created the heavens and the earth, there was no opposition in the earth because there was no devil. There was no demon. So it was, it had, it just had to be done. It did because there was nothing fighting against God. But when Jesus went into hell, all the opposition was fighting against Jesus. The demons, the devil, and all of his demons were fighting against him. But he said, the same spirit, hallelujah, that brings Jesus from the dead, I bring that spirit within you. It is in us. It's, I need you to know the hope of your calling that is inside of you. It's the same spirit that broke out of hell, that busts the gates wide open. He said, I place it in you. We have to realize it's in us. We, if you are a born again child of God, that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in you. He said, I need you to wake up to the hope of the calling that I place in you. Wake up to know who you are, who you are in me, what I place in you. We are dynamite. Satan tries to make you think you're weak and pitiful, you're weak, but the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in you. And as we go further along, we talk about the spirit that's within us, within us as we receive our healing, how the spirit of God is within us to, to bring a lot. Every dead body part that's in your body, everything the doctor says is not working, the Holy Spirit is in you. Well, make that body part alive. Because through the spirit that's in you. So when things start happening, if you start feeling it, no, nah, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. I, I, I woke up this morning and I mean, my bang was, back was a little cranky. I said, oh, oh, no, we are not going there. I said, Lord, you said I'm healed. I'm healed. Devil, you get off of my back. I'm not having it. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in me. 
Making alive everybody part. Everybody part. Making alive in you. He said, if you know the hope of his calling, what is the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the sense of the glory? The inheritance that he gave us. The power that he gave us. The power that he put inside us. But if we don't know and realize and meditate and soak on that, Lord, reveal to me the hope of the calling that you have in my life. All that you want me to do. I'm not just coming to church every Sunday, every other Sunday and be a bench warmer. What is the hope of the calling? What have you placed in me? Hallelujah. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness, greatness of his power toward us who believe according to his mighty power? According to his mighty power, but the key point to those who believe. To those who believe according to it. In the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? In the, the amount of time that you spend getting revelation knowledge, according to that time, you will see the, great, the, the exceeding great. He said, according to the working of his power, you want to see the working of God's power in our life, in your life. But you have to realize that you have the same spirit that broke hell wide open. It tried to keep Jesus in hell, but the Holy Spirit broke him out. Same spirit. Hallelujah. When God said it was enough, he came on out of hell. Hallelujah. And he gave that spirit and placed it. It's in you. It's in you. It is in you. And and and, and um media I did not oh I did give you the scripture. I want you to go to and I'm coming back to mine, but go to Matthews 11 and 11. It says, Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of a woman, there have not risen a greater than John the Baptist. So Jesus said, there's been no, no one born of a woman greater than John the Baptist. That's what Jesus said. No one born of a woman greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. What did Jesus just say? We are greater, we are greater than John the Baptist and all that John the Baptist, the greater, John the Baptist, he, did, he was greater than, greater than the prophets. He said greater than the prophets, greater than Elijah, greater than all, all of the prophets. Elijah, he said, we the least, the least of his children. The, the, born, the first the newborn babe in Christ is greater than all the other men that were born of a woman. No, the only one that's greater is Jesus. Everybody else is born of a woman. It says the least, the little, the youngest. Young folks, you got the Holy Ghost on the inside of you, the Spirit of God is on the inside. Then you're greater, greater. The Amplified said, truly, I tell you, among those born of women, there has not risen among uh, anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The youngest, the newest Christian is greater than John the Baptist, greater than all what John the Baptist did in the Bible. I mean, you, we are greater than all the prophets. But we have to realize who we are. 
who we have on the inside of us. The same keeps trying to pump us around, right? Uh-huh. The greater one is in us. Said that's Lord, I think give, give me revelation knowledge of who I am in you, the hope of the calling that you have placed in me. That takes revelation knowledge. That takes time of soaking, soaking, soaking in the word and just meditating on the word and seeing who's the greater one. And when Satan calls his lying vanities or not, he's, he, as my mom used to say, he's a lie. Plain and simple, he's a liar. But you have to know that he's lying. Don't listen to the lies of the devil. Don't follow his plan or whatever he tells. No, you listen to what the word of God said. Who God says, let the greater one come in. I mean, rise up like the Lord of tribe of Judah. I am, hallelujah, the righteousness of God. God says, I am the righteousness of God. And he's placed in me. Hallelujah. Thank you. That exceeding greatness of his power is in us. So I want my people to know who they are. Glory to God. Going back to Ephesians 1 and 17 and 19 in the Passion, it says, I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. See, that's that soaking. When you start soaking the word of God, spending that time with the Lord, getting in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. That deepening intimacy with him. I pray that the light of God will illuminate your eyes of imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of hope of his calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritance. Hallelujah. That he finds in us. His holy one. His holy one. Hallelujah. Thank you. I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. To you through faith. Then your lives, verse 19, then your lives will be in an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. This is the mighty power. Good Lord, hallelujah. As you deepen your intimacy with the Lord, you will rise up. I mean, and, and, and through faith, it's the, through faith, it's through faith. You have to believe who God says you are. When you start to, you know, get a little, a little weak and, and the, the devil starts lying to you and telling you, uh-uh, uh-uh, you are This is that mighty power. He wants you to experience immeasurable, immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you, made available to you through faith. Everything we do is by faith. Everything we do, everything we receive, Everything God has given us is through faith. If you don't use your faith, it's not coming. You're not going to see it. It will not manifest from spirit to natural. It's by faith. I have to believe. Yes, I have to believe what God is saying about me. Because we as human beings, we are focusing on our physical. What we can see, feel, taste, that's nice. But the Lord says, I need you to get past the carnality of your physical. Jump into the spiritual and see the power that I've given you. 
that you can speak to the wind and the rain like Jesus did, that you can bring folks from the dead and by the word of God. He said, we, the least one of us is greater than any, any other ones that's come before, any other one that's been born of old, do you realize that? The least of us was greater than any other prophet, any, anybody else, Abraham and all of his faith, the least, the least greater than all of those if they were born of old. Do you realize what, what's in you, what God has given you? And we let Satan ride us and ride us and ride us. You are lying dense. But as you begin to soak and soak and soak in the word and revelation dollars come more to you, you will start seeing change. You will see this is then your lives will be an advertisement. Because people will start seeing things happening in your life, seeing you walk and talk and do whatever. Everything starts changing. When you see the immeasurable power that God has placed in, is inside of us, when we rise up, we can go visit somebody in the hospital and clean out the hospital. I mean, you know, that power has been placed in us. The power that broke Jesus out of hell with every demon force trying to keep him in hell. The Holy Spirit busted wide open and Jesus was raised. I'm okay. Do you understand how it? We are living so beneath our privilege. I said, Lord, I, 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 I got to spend more time soaking. I, I, I want to see, I have got to receive this, this immeasurable power that you've given us to realize what it is that you've given us. Lord, I, 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 got, to, I got to have it. I got to have it. I got to have it. And he said, I finally got you back to where I want you to be. So we start craving the Lord. Craving the Lord. If you're not craving in the Lord, you're full of something else. If you're full, you're not craving anything. It's just unnatural. You sit down and you, I mean, you fill, fill yourself to the gills. Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, you are stuck. And somebody come and ask you, do you want, you want another piece of pie? Oh, no, I'm full. I'm, I'm, I'm full. We want to get full of the Lord. I mean, to, to get full of it, we have to crave him and not the other thing. I'm not saying go be a hermit, but we still have to spend that time with the Lord. Soaking, soaking, soaking. I want that revelation knowledge, and I don't want the Lord to ever have to tell me again that I finally got your back. I never want to hear those words from the Lord again. I'm going to spend that time that he needs with me. You do whatever you have to do so he won't have to tell you that. But he's got me spilling my guts about myself. I don't know, but... Maybe you need to hear it, but it's time now for us to start soaking, getting in that word, soaking, 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 spinning. You'll find when you are soaking in the word of God, everything else around you start to mellow out. You're not as touchy. You're not as anxious. You're not as fearful. You're not as angry. You're not as, you know, people don't want to be around you. Time to soak. It's time to soak. So when you feel yourself getting a little, no, I think I need to go soak. I'm going to soak because I'm not going to be led down the wrong path with the devil. I'm going to soak. We need to take that time. I was talking to my grandsons the other day. I said, do you guys have the Bible app on your phone? And Jackson pulled us up. I said, yeah. See, in that Bible app, they give you a scripture every day. And then they give you a mini message, two, two minutes. And they're explaining the verse. I said, 
I need y'all to do this. That's the bare minimum. Just that time, read, read that verse and listen to that mini message. Why? Because they're, they start talking. They'll start talking. They're getting it in. And the message, the, the, the two minutes, three minutes at the most. And it, it explains the verse. And, and, and I think it's, it's beautiful. It's good. Not only for the young people, because I get mine every day. I mean, and it, 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 this is what we need. To soak in. To know what the hope is calling in our life. He said healing is the children's bread. Healing in every area of our life. Not only health, but healing in your finances. Healing in your family. Healing in situations that you deal with. You need healing is the children. It all belongs to us. Healing is the children's bread. We'd like to thank you for joining us in our service on today. And before we leave, we'd like to give you the opportunity to accept Jesus as your Savior. It is as simple as A, B, C. I accept God and I acknowledge the sins in my life. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and I commit my life to you. If you said that simple prayer, we believe that you've been born again. Welcome to the family.